From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. All right. Hello. It's a lovely Tuesday once again. Hello. And you're back with us, the soothing voice. Who said my voice is soothing? Yeah, my voices are soothing. <laughs> the calming it. energy. There's all sorts of fake things over here. Anyway, <laughs> hi, everyone. I hope you're all great. And uh, Eddie, are you feeling good I'm today? I'm feeling all right. Um, yeah. Normal day, yeah, normal, yeah. normal. I don't know Nothing if you guys ex- noticed, last week our energy was so, so low. <laughs> oh, we had a long day. By the mm. time we got in here, we were exhausted. So that's why if we seemed so um, soporific. Mm. Oh, look at me with English. Oh. Dictionary word. <laughs> soporific. <laughs> but it's better today. We, we have the giggles today, actually. Yeah. So We've done anyway. our pre, pre-recording giggles and laughsters and all those things. So we're ready to go. Uh, Shout-outs to Shasawale. <laughs> Really? <laughs> if you haven't seen his BBC freestyle, check that out. Yeah. Mm. You'll be amused. And amazed. Okay. <laughs> Eddie. What's... Okay, and with that, let's 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 just go into the news. So in my in the news in this episode, which is twenty three, I think I don't Oh yeah, mentioned I episode twenty three. We haven't done that for a while. Is no, it? Oh, no, we have, but we I have? think this is just me, yeah. So episode twenty three. Yeah. Thank you. Let's roll. So my in my in the news in Kenya, a girl who sat the Kenya certificate of primary education uh, got like really low marks. So she got two hundred and seventy seven, and I think the maximum you can get is five hundred. Mm-hmm. So, this is primary. So, um, oh. Yeah, it's Kenya Certificate of Primary Education. So is this, is this sort of like BC or something before mm, BC? I'm not okay. too sure. She's 14, so mm, must so be something, something like BC. Yes. Okay. Now, the parents of the girl were deeply dissatisfied with her. And also, prior to that, the, apparently the girl had gone to stay with her boyfriend on a Sunday night and didn't come home. Eh. So because of these two things, the parents were annoyed and they beat the girl. Now, they beat the girl until the girl died. Oh, come on. Yes. So, apparently, she was tied up and beaten oh. by both her parents. And at some point, she managed to get hold of a phone and then called her auntie to tell the auntie that, oh, she's dying. Mm-hmm. Like, but the auntie didn't take her seriously. Right. And then the auntie later got a call from her mom saying that, oh, you know, your she's niece, dead. she's dead. So, the mother has been arrested. At, I don't know if the dad is on the run or something, but they're looking for him. Now, 2P fam. Our parents don't always work better for us. Mm-hmm. Real tea. Our parents didn't necessarily always bring us up the right way. A lot of the times, especially in African homes, you, you get all sorts of, like, to be honest, it's abuse. If your parents abuse you and then tell you that, yeah, this is my house, my authority. Thank I'm going you. to do things the way you do. I, do I, you sorry, you I'm do. No, 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 go I ahead. I put on ahead. Twitter the other day that African parents will tell you that they're building character, but really they're, they're abusing just you emotionally and physically, physically abusive, and they package it as training. Yeah, and that's the tea. That's that's just what it is. And just like we have friends that are toxic, we have actually parents that are toxic, mm-hmm. beating your child until they are sore with a belt or throwing stuff at them. It's that's not the way to or bring up somebody. Dehumanizing them, you we know? have a tendency to not treat children as though they're humans or individuals Absolutely. with emotions. It's like you're a dog. Or something, yeah. and then at the end, of, and then, then we think about the fact that okay, you're leaving emotional scars with these kids. Mm-hmm. These kids, just, just for example, you you as a dad, you're beating up your your male child, telling him that 
I'm doing this to because I love you. I'm doing this to so that you get on the straight path. What do you think this guy is going to do when he grows up mm-hmm. and has a kid or has a partner? He's going to beat up his partner and tell them that I'm doing this because I love right. you. It's not the right way right. to go. And you cannot argue with an African parent because they're telling you, you're in my house, you will do as I say, you will study Why do the you think thing I, I want birth you to, to you, you know if you want As serve, if you asked to yeah. be born. Yes. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a really, And then really you know the other thing, you know, we're talking about toxicity early on. Mm. Then that emotional manipulation and abuse continues That's when you're I'm an saying. adult because at that point when you feel distant from them then they're like so what an you, ungrateful exactly. child. But don't You've think... left this place, you never call, you don't visit, you don't because of what you did. How can I be best friends with you now mm. when you were abusive to me my entire life? Absolutely. How does that it won't work? Absolutely. Then you'll go and tell pastor mm-hmm. or family meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, all that is emotional abuse and manipulation. That's the thing. But at the, and the same, at the same time, you've got people who say, oh, it's because of the way my parents brought me up. That's why I'm the way, that's why I am okay, so Okay, but busy. you didn't that like That is not it, true. Right? That is not true. My parents didn't spank me. Hmm. My parents, they didn't spank me. And I think I grew up to be a dec- pretty decent human being. Hey. You know? And it's almost almost uh, uh, impossible to have even a conversation with your parents at a certain age because there's nothing, even if they're wrong, they will never admit, admit that it. they are wrong. They don't because believe they that it's be possible wrong. to say sorry, to apologize to a child. Of course it is. If you did the wrong thing or you made a mistake or whatever it is, you can absolutely tell your kid that you're sorry. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. But what does it, does it take like, away no, from ah, anything? Why? Who is... No. And then, they, like I keep saying, the things they, they are taught as children, they grow up with the same kind of thing. They grow up to be kids who cannot say sorry because they feel that I'm old. As a, the fact that I'm older than, than you, there's no way I can say sorry. Yes. It should not be. And a lot of these things, like I said, they bought, they bought, they're down to this child abuse. It's really just it child is. abuse Let's at the end of the day. Let's not try and turn it into anything. Mm-hmm. People lash their children. Spare the rod and spoil the child. You know, there are other ways of disciplining your kid. It does, you don't have to, like, you don't have to spunk them Corporal until they're bleeding. punishment it's, is not the only be. form of punishment that exists. You know? Or you, or you have to, you knock, you use your knuckle to, 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 to knock, knock the child's head. Why? Do you know what damage you're causing to the brain? Then when the kid is not doing well or having chronic headaches mm-hmm. or something, you say it's a witch. And it's even, you. And even in, even when we grow much older, a lot of the times our parents, they don't stop this. Oh, you are useless. Oh, what are you doing hmm. in your life? They're still doing it. Like, yep. why? They're not supportive. They don't Absolutely help. Absolutely not. And then they expect you to be fulfilled, achieving, it's uh, not emotionally right. stable. It's not right. It's not right. Your parents have such a, an adverse effect on us. They need to sit up and realize that, well, corporal punishment, that's not it. Emotional abuse and physical abuse, that's not the way to go. It's not going to help. It's no guarantee that your child is going to turn out right. And the, the likelihood that your child is going to do the same thing, it's, it's very, very high. And that's my, that's my in the news. It's just it's so important. annoying. No, it's very important. And it's, I don't know, I think maybe somewhat is getting better, but there's still way too many, you know, especially African parents mm. or in certain parts of the world where their style of parenting, honestly, is nonsensical. No, no. Parents it, always it's, write. It's, yeah. There's no positive reinforcement. There's no encouragement. It's just... If like go and be a fool, and, you know, and see, and see what happens. That's is kind of that thing that's not good luck? Do your be- 
if you like disgrace her sense. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's so so utterly wrong. I just don't understand. And we make it. jokes about it and memes and stuff about African parents, parents be like. But honestly, living that is not funny in the slightest. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. Absolutely not. You know, and that's my in the news. Right? Thank you African for saying parents, that. Come on, do better, do better, please. Thank you. I there hope I don't ways. become a parent. Like, I don't. I hope I don't become that kind of a parent. Well, honestly, know, like, we were of the your grounded sort of punishment. Okay, we got grounded okay. when we misbehaved, right. and right. that's fine. Like, go to your room. And of course, people were like, "What kind of data be existence?" You know, it? <laughs> it's no <still> painful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so ah, that's bad. Ah. <laughs> anyway, mm. so my in the news is not direct related to any African country but I feel like it's still relevant to us so here we go Mm -hmm. and this is like hot off the press I actually changed my in the news to this because I just had to talk about this so in the news as of two days ago or yesterday an American missionary was shot to death by arrows Mm -hmm. no less um, because he decided to go to Uh, do a solo Christian mission in the Andaman Islands. Now, the Andaman Islands are part of an archipelago in the... um, Where is it? it Bay of Bengal. So it falls under Indian territory. Um, So, yeah. So this 27-year-old took a trip there to the North Sentinel Islands, which, again, are part of the Andaman Islands in the Bay of Bengal um, under Indian jurisdiction. And uh, the inhabitants of the Sentinel Islands are one of the last isolated indigenous tribes. And they're actually descendants of indigenous African tribes that are on the Indian South Asian continent. There's actually quite a few, um, you know, native African tribes in India. And this is one. Mm -hmm. And they've probably lived in isolation for thousands of years years, at this point. Mm. And... All previous attempts to make contact with them have ended, let's say, violently, uh, because they they've made it quite clear over the years that they're not interested in having outsiders. Absolutely, they even. had a helicopter fly over and they shot arrows. Yes, I read this story this morning. I almost changed it to my what the F, you know. So I know it is very what the F. Um, So they and and they've been listed as a protected. Protected peoples. Mm. It's actually illegal to go to the island, um, and it's illegal to attempt to make contact with them, right. so on and so forth. Now, this do-goody guy knew all this, and he paid some fishermen to take, to take him, him yes. close. Now, mm. these seven people involved in that have now been arrested because yep. it's considered aiding and abetting, mm. right? And now that the man went and got himself killed, they're all in big trouble. Mm. And so they took him as close as they could. They probably told him, hey, don't do this, mm. Brad. <laughs> but he's like, no, because Jesus. And then, <laughs> so he took a canoe the rest of the way mm. on his own. Now, I, according to the eyewitnesses, the people started shooting arrows before he even got oh. to the shore. But he said, no. no we will go. I, <laughs> It's actually not funny because the poor guy is dead. dead but yeah, like, actually, that's the, that's as they funny. say, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Okay, <laughs> so he took it upon himself to still force his way to shore, and then he got there and he got shot. And so when they came, so they left. And when they came back the next day, observing from a safe distance, mm. because who is coming <laughs> to die for you now? Close. They saw his 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 body lying there on the beach. So. 
what I want, of course, and I, you can tell why I, I was, this caught my eye because mm. it's like, okay, so in 2018, knowing the history, the effects of Christianity and being a so almost invading presence mm. in people's indigenous lives and cultures and the damage that has had, uh, yep. whether it was the Spanish conquistadors pretending that they were bringing Catholicism when really they were just there to what take over, whether it's our own African histories where mm-hmm. missionaries appear, then the next day colonial right. powers come and suppress us, whether it's even in the Americas, US, where you know all the people running away from Catholicism mm. to be Protestants in America decided they were going to kill, and it's Thanksgiving today mm. especially, mm. to get rid of all the native Indian populations so they could take over. You know all this. And even, still- if, even if you moving past all the, you know, colonialism and suppression and all that you know that the 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 christian church is flawed there's a lot going on within the whether it's abuse stories of abuse what what, stories of defrauding uh congregants of them all that and still you're like no let me go and And disturb these people who who are living quietly who who have living minding their own business who have shown that they do not want anybody into their territory interested they are not interested. And it's not your job. No one has asked you. No one is this superiority complex Absolutely. that you I feel think... like you know what is best for this group of people you've never seen, never met, know nothing about, but you're determined to go and take your alien. And another very important point, a lot of the time they say that these isolated people, the minute you take them out of there, they all get sick and die. Yeah, it, because they, they wrote in the story that yes. some had been... They, some a different away, island. Yes. They took two kids out and of there. And died. within a week, they both died of viral infections. There are other, so outside of just being a, a disruptive presence culturally and everything else, you're literally risking their lives by exposing them to all sorts of your smallpox, your flu viruses, mm, your mm. whatever. And you know all this and you still proceeded and you've gotten killed and now they're calling them murderers. And calling see? them aggressive. What do you mean they're calling them? You're invading on my privacy yes. and then you have the guts to call them aggressive? And stand your ground. Doesn't, you doesn't, are doesn't inv- work that invading. Way. Wow, somebody has decided to start drilling upstairs. Okay. <laughs> So, so, so the same. I'm using in the same way. People, some pastor would say, "Oh, I'm, I can walk on water because I have faith in God." In the same way, he probably went saying that, "Okay, now God is on my side." Refusing to see the signs, refusing to get the you. background story that these people do not want to be contacted. Leave them alone. Is it that hard? It's, it was very frustrating. And of course, now, and what the most annoying part, as you said, they're spinning the story. Oh, mm. these savages. Mm-hmm. Um, what? But can you enter somebody's home by force? Can you? Can no, you? you can't. No. You absolutely can't. And if you try, you probably get shot, shot too. Exactly. And that won't be considered murder. It'd be considered self defense and standing your ground and standing, you know, mm-hmm. observing the rights to your property and space. We need to stop. I mean, to think, we're still trying to be um, conquistadors in 2018. Mm. Excuse me. Any people, that are left in the world, whether it's in the Amazon forest or what, leave them Papua alone. Guinea, it's, the, the, yeah. uh, it's not so great out uh, here, mm, you know. No, leave them. To, they've been living their life. Is it, is it the internet or what? They're much have. They say it's damaging for your brain anyway. <laughs> Just leave them alone. Let them live their lives in mm. peace. My God, it's not by force. I don't understand where he came. Who sent you? Uh, he sent himself. <laughs> and now well, he's he said dead. God he sent him. To... Maybe this was God's plan all along. Uh, don't disturb It didn't have us. to happen. It didn't have it to didn't happen. Have to... No. Mind your own business. If there's anyone listening who is... Uh, listen, 
tell your people, mind your own business. It's enough. We, you've done enough. Thank you. Mind mm. your own business. Mind now. your own business. Simple. Simple. Mm-hmm. That's the message. Mind your own business. Really. Mind your own business. That's it. All right. So that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're on to songs of the week, and I've got three songs for you. Yeah. This week I've got some very odd, not not your normal. But it's not you every week. I know. Is that what I'm <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They're not odd though. Don't call them They're odd. Just, They're just deep. Cuts. Just different. Yeah. Just different, really. So the first song I have is from a group called Kansas, and they make. <laughs> see, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so they make they make rock music, and the first they're an old school uh, band. The first album came out in 1974, oh, okay. and the song is called "Carry On Wayward Son." Now you've probably heard of the song "Dust in the Wind." They made that song, "Dust in the Wind." Okay, yeah, 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 I have exactly. heard that. Uh-huh. Yes. So they made that song. Carry on with it. It's so, I don't know. I don't usually don't like rock, but this is like, oh, this is good. The first time I listened to it, I'm ashamed to say, I listened to it about, to it about 10 times, like mm. back to back to back. Oh, I just found it so good. This. Like, this is, you hear the guitars and all that good stuff. So, Kansas, they're very, um, what's the word I'm like? Anyway, they've sold 30 million albums worldwide. Oh, so they're known. Yeah, they're, they're quite known. I didn't know them before this mm. either, but they're, they're quite known. Beautiful, beautiful song. Check that out. Now, the second song I have for you is from a guy called Teddy Afro. And the song I've is heard called... i him. And the song is called Mar Eske Tuaf. Now, Teddy Afro is Ethiopian. And his name is Tewadros Kasahun. And he's known for his politically um, motivated songs. This song, uh, Mar SK Tuaf, is from the album Ethiopia, which is really, really, really good. And a bit of a backstory, he was jailed for two years after a hit and run in 2005. Apparently, he was under very sketchy circumstances, but he went to jail. Now, the backstory of the song is that it's based on an Amharic, Amharic novel called Love Until Grave. And I asked a friend of mine, Budatu, shout out to Budatu, what, what the song means. She said Ma means honey, Eske means until, and Tuwaf means something to like. So she sort of translated the song as from the beginning to end. And in this novel, it says there was a daughter of some lord and then a guy from a poor family, and they couldn't be together because of the class, and they didn't see each other for a while. And when they did see each other, she became a nun and he wasn't happy. So that's the sort of the background of the novel and the song is sort of based on that. So check out Mar SK Tuaf and Teddy Afro. And this song actually took me back to school because I went to school with some Ethiopians. Mm. And so when we had cultural night to play the Ethiopian songs oh, and do their dance, the, the exercise. Yeah, yes, so, so cute. I know, so, 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 so nice. If you haven't seen it, check out a YouTube video. The dance is called Eskista. Check that out and look. It's really, really good. And the last song I have for you is from Fumbi. We've talked about Fumbi oh, before. Fumbi has an album out ooh. called Serenade. My really little, my bail, I my know. Bail. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really smooth song, uh, seven tracks. And he has a song that with Ifia called Ride With You. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
So I think he said the song is an essential tribute to all the women he loved or something Salmon. like that. Yes, so this, <laughs> the album is super dope. I listened to it yesterday. This song, Ride With You, featuring Evie, is also, also very good. So check that out. So the three songs, like I said, Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas, Mar Eskit Tuaf by Teddy Afro, and Ride With You, featuring Evie from Fubi. Mm, lovely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kansas. Kansas, yes. Okay, I was hearing something else. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Kansas, okay, yeah, yes, Kansas. yes, yes, I know that. Okay, okay. They have some, you know, like you said, mm. it's like the Eagles kind exactly. of vibes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Just like the Eagles. Gotcha. So, I also have three songs this week. Mm-hmm. And the first one is by an artist called Her, um, H-E-R. She's an R&B singer. Her real name is Gabby Wilson. And she's actually known for maintaining an aura of mystery for I think about her first three EPs mm-hmm. nobody knew what she looked like because she made sure to kind of disguise herself right. and everything and, and she still wears sunglasses mm. all her videos are sort of she's in the shadows because okay. okay. she said that she wants people to focus on the sound and not the so visual not, she doesn't want it yeah and the song is called Focus and it's off her first EP which is her volume one which came out in 2016 and it's just beautiful i don't know i think they there's a harp in there is it a harp that thing that the angels play (laughs) yes that's a harp (laughs) yeah and ah it's just gorgeous absolutely gorgeous all her so i think i've listened to volume one and volume two uh her volume one her volume two amazing r&b like i'm just so impressed with what she's doing definitely definitely check her out and the eps are quite short seven seven i think each one has seven eight songs great so focus by her that's the first one the second song is by a chicago rapper called mick jenkins and it's called drowning now mick jenkins real name is jason jenkins and i first heard of him off of his 2000 and he had his first mixtape i think it was his first one it's called the waters the waters it came out in 2014 and again it's just very brilliant he's like a poet as well and it's very dense there are a lot of metaphors in in fact one of his most popular metaphors is uh using water themes and in, in all his songs water represents knowledge and understanding and enlightenment so he has a catchphrase called drink more water, which really means expand your mind, educate yourself, get more knowledge. Yeah, and he has some amazing songs like Martyr, Dehydration, again, the same water theme, Jazz, Bruce Banner. And this song is called Drowning, and it's off his 2016 album called THC, The Healing Component. He just released another album, actually, I think last week or so, no, in October, called Pieces of a Man. But this is off the 2016 one, so check that out as well. There's a lot to absorb. You sit down, you have to listen carefully and deconstruct all the metaphors. And I actually quite enjoy rappers like that, that make you think and such. So and also he's fine. Well, he's not <laughs> that doesn't fi- hurt. He's like six six or six mm. five, tall, dark, giving me some energy. I like it. I like, like what you're serving. So yeah, Mick Jenkins drowning. Now the last song here, uh, people of a certain age might recognize them. H Town. Oh, I love H Town. <laughs> yeah, I love girl. H-Town. <laughs> so I read online last week that H Town are the 2019 inductees for the R&B Hall of Fame. So I'm like, we are celebrating H-Town, H-Town wow, today. Amazing. And um, so 
it, for anyone who doesn't know, H-Town is a Houston-based R&B group made up of two brothers and a dear f- and their good friend. So Dino, Shazam, and G.I. And um, and Dino is of blessed memory now. He died in a car accident a couple of years ago. And uh, so their first album was called Fever for the Flavor, and it came out in 1993. And ooh, the young me out here like grinding and winding in my room to nobody and nothing. <laughs> and layered, when we talk of layered R&B oh, harmonies so and ooh, good. ooh, 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 ooh. My favorite song is Thin Line Between Love and Death. That is, oh my ooh. goodness. I just love that yes. song so much. So, and then, so the, of course, so their, no, their most popular songs is what Eddie just said, mm. Thin Line Between came off the soundtrack to the album to the movie rather yeah. sorry a thin line between love and hate today the song i'm talking about is knocking the boots oh yeah it's another one <laughs> and, exactly you have to do a wind the, <laughs> and then another song they're known for is um lick you, i don't know if what's about lick you up and down okay let me lick you up and down Unless the yes, I think they did it before Shy did it um, a decade later or so. Anyway, so yeah, today it's H Town knocking the boots. If you're unfamiliar with H Town, please go do your education, man. You will not regret it. The time spent is glorious from a golden era of arm when it was just good, sexy stuff. So that's me this week. One, Focus by her. Two, Drowning by McJenkins, and three. Knocking the Boots by H-Town. Yes, H-Town. Beautiful. All right. (laughs) And with that, we're on to What the F. So a French woman has been jailed for hiding her baby in the boot of a car. I saw saw that. (gasps) What is going on? So this woman has had this child for 23 months. She has three older children. And her, apparently her partner was not even aware that yes. she was pregnant yes. and had given birth. I, I don't know how that, how that works. I don't but. know. And so the baby had been discovered in the car after she had gone to send, I think, for, for a checkup or something. And um, so when she had sent the car for it to be repaired, then I think the mechanic realized that there was the, the noise is coming back. Mm. And then so the, they, they, they found out that the baby was there, dirty, dehydrated, underweight. And, um, Non-communicative, also. Yes, be, yes. Poor, poor child. And you know when it happens like that, the kids can't really. No, they can't. Like they're not. There's, social, a, there's a, a they, they, they very lack key something. period of time where you have to get your language skills and everything. If you don't, it's almost it's impossible over. to. It's do. over. You know. And then the funny thing is that the mother describes the baby as a thing. Yeah. A thing that she just started talking to because it smiled at her, you know, and it's so, it's 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 so it's bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. And then the psychiatrist, they said that she was just emotionally immature, but not psychotic. So I tried to look up a couple of things, and then so and there's a thing called pregnancy denial, mm. and there are three forms. So you've got pervasive, affective, and persistent. Now, affective uh, pregnancy denial is when the person is aware of the pregnancy but makes little emotional or physical preparation. And that, that forms like a majority of, of, mm-hmm. preg- of pregnancy denials. The pervasive denial is not allowing the existence of a pregnancy to enter your conscience. And the persistent denial is when a woman discovers pregnancy in the third trimester, but fails to seek antenatal care. I so see. this woman has, has definitely been suffering under something. Mm-hmm. 
And even that, they sort of separate. What I just mentioned is the non-psychotic forms of pregnancy denial. There are mm-hmm. psychotic ones as well, where it ends up being, where it ends up that the child uh, ends up dead or strangled or killed or mm-hmm. something. And I'm, I was just thinking that maybe this woman who is now 50 probably thought she's never going to get pregnant. So when she did get pregnant, she was just so shocked, just so taken aback that she decided that, you know what, it, this can't be happening in so her mind. Yes, in her mind, it's like, she, it, it cannot be happening. I can't be pregnant. So she denied. So she denied again, birth. if she lives with her partner and her kids, they must have seen her getting That's bigger. I don't understand. What did she say? She's got fibroids or what? I don't know. How did they not see it? Or she had one of those pregnancies that don't show. I no guess. symptoms, Maybe nothing. Very slender, or, you know. Uh, and yeah, so that's really just my what the f. I mean, sad. it's it's sad if if you're saying it's not a psychiatric problem. If she, when she gave it, why didn't she give it up for adoption? You know, it's France. They're it's, quite. They're quite things like that. About you know. Or she could when she realized she was pregnant. She, well, I guess she's denying it, but she could have gone and gotten it terminated. If I mean, I would pick termination mm. over keeping and a if baby filled, in, can you imagine? in a so boot sad. for almost two years. Why? That's terrible. That is absolutely unacceptable. That child is not permanently damaged. Damaged and was gonna go in the system anyway. What 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 have you gained? What's been gained here, poor child? And I'm not sure the system is going to help. No, already it's, know, it's know, tough to get yeah. through. And if you're going in with disabilities, you're non-verbal, it's, you're two years old, it's going to be, it's very tough. For it's, me, it's such a sad, sad story, it you know, like, uh, it, it didn't have to come to this. And she's, it's strange, because again, if you say she wasn't abusive to her other no, children. No, so. she's a good mother, she's like, you know, good mother to her, all her other children, so where did this come from? Hmm. Where did this Man, come from? I don't know, where did this come from? It's just bizarre, a really, really bizarre. sad story. So I story. guess what? She's been arrested. She's or? No, I'm, I don't even know. I, f- I, f- I, I didn't follow up. She, I think she was arrested. I don't think she was jailed. I don't, re- I don't mm. really remember the details of what happened to her next. Oh, dear. Well, it's just unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's unfortunate, yeah. Um, well, thankfully, my what the F is, is a funny? bit more light-hearted because that, that may be sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> in Nigeria... A man collapsed and had to be hospitalized after finding out that the house he'd been renting for six years actually belonged to his wife. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently, this gentleman, uh, you know, found a a rental home with Mm. the help of an agent, and he moved in there with his wife and kids. And then after two years, um, the agent informed him that the rent was going to go up, was going up. And he was, like, a little perturbed and everything. And he was like, ooh, wow. But at this point, he really liked being there. He liked the neighborhood. Mm. Of course, the kids were settled, so on and so forth. So he was like, okay, great. So he paid um, with the increment. Everything was fine. Mm -hmm. So now year four, the end of year four comes. Mm. They're like, oh, oga. Rent don't go up again. Make you pay. Make you And this time he's like, hey, bros, I, I don't get. <laughs> I don't get some more. <laughs> I can't pay. And, you know, so he was living there. He hadn't paid his rent. And it's mm. like he was being harassed by the agent. Mm. So he finally went to his wife mm-hmm. now, the irony, <laughs> and was like, honey, they're about to throw us out. Mm. Can you lend me some money? Mm-hmm. So his wife apparently loaned him some money to help cover the rent amount. And so they paid for the rent. Mm. And then, of course, now, you see, 
stopping it. So when I was reading this, I was like, why did they not just move out of there? Mm. When he realized he couldn't keep okay. paying the rent. So it turns out that the home was supposed to be a rent-to-own situation. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're paying incrementally mm. to finally Owners. buy it outright. Right. Kind of a mortgage, but not really because they can throw you out anytime. Anytime, yeah. Mm-hmm. So year six comes now, and of course, he's a- the agent comes and is like, Bros, rent don't go up again. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is outrageous. What nonsense. Right. You can't just keep raising the rent like this and what. And he said he wanted to speak to the land, the homeowner, the, mm-hmm. the, the landlord. And the agent was like, no, you have to deal with me kind of thing. Right. So apparently he decided unperturbed he, he, to go and do his own investigations <laughs> as to who owns the house. The house. Only to find oh, that word. it was a certain lady whose name was very suspiciously to, similar to his wife. To his own wife. <laughs> so apparently he went to ask her, or I guess confronted her about it, and she was like, yeah. And so he collapsed. Okay. Oh. So this story came out on Twitter. I hope it's true. You know, can never tell. I know. This guy came and said, oh, women are wicked, then Canton. So I, maybe it is. Um, I'm just thinking, should she have at least mentioned it? So, look, first of all, my first reaction, and permit me to go um, age 15 and over on this, (laughs) get money, bitch. (laughs) Get your coins, bitch. Get your bag, bitch. Now, my second emotion was like, oh, auntie, you know, try. You you know, try. You didn't try. But here's the thing. Imagine... So this guy, I mean, he's low-key a bum because he can't pay rent, obviously. Low-key. Okay. Now, imagine you have a property mm. that you want to rent. Mm. And your husband doesn't have anywhere to live. What? Because, again, see, when you set up patriarchal systems, it's a bang. You yourself will get hung in, okay? (laughs) You will be poisoned by your own toxic masculinity. Mm. So now, okay, you say you're the head. Find, uh, look after us. Because the thing is that, yeah, if she she had said, oh, I have a house we can stay, then she's losing out on her money. Thank you, right? She, there's no way on God's green earth that if... They had moved into that house he knowing would continue, yeah, he would have paid her. He Absolutely wouldn't, not. He wouldn't, he wouldn't. Now, if she had said, fine, let us rent the house mm-hmm. out and live somewhere else, when that rental money came in every two years, guess who would be like, bring it, because the kid, this, that, 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 mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. would she have been able to save? I doubt. Right. I really doubt. So I'm sure in her mind, she's like, look, this is the, the only way that I can actually get, get this some money, money. Yeah. and put it aside and be able to have ownership of this money. And so she was scamming, <laughs> her, scamming husband. her husband. It is what it is. It's not nice, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a diff- difficult one. As like as partners in the marriage, should you have see, mentioned? at the point where he came to her for a loan all distressed and mm. she too straight face yeah she just that's gave like, him, you know like, you're like, you're like you're that's someone that could kill you like, like come on it was a bit much but then I also on another level understand, absolutely yeah, understand yeah. her because then it's, she's got a, a, a source of income and then they're going to yes. live in it for free and you then know? you'd have you would have blocked her source of income yeah. or demanded that she bring that money and use it to contribute. Yeah. And then you still say she should kneel before me. Nigerians, that's what you people know. Every day, my, <laughs> my wife Lord. kneels, my mm. wife and calls me Lord, Lord, and I prostrate before every day. For what? But you want to collect my rent money. Ain't gonna happen, Captain. Uh-uh, not today. But yeah, um, that was not cute. We wish him well. <laughs> yes, we, hope he, we hope he's fine now. He's gotten over his, his collapsing self. <laughs> I know. And I don't know. I'm sure they've gone to pastor to talk it over. Mm-hmm. And I say that she should bring all their money. 
But anyway, so yeah, that's my what the heck. Okay, really, this is really what Actually, I'm... I'd like to hear from you guys. What would you yeah, do? Yeah, what would you do? Like, you know, it's, it's a bit knowing, of a yeah. One, yeah. I would... I don't know. I would have rented it out and just... I would have rented it out to somebody else, not not my family. Absolutely not so to that my it doesn't family. it's not and so then close to home. You, look, yeah. This is my house yeah. that I'm renting. Yes. Whatever yes. I use to contribute to the household is whatever I use. Don't ask me about my money, it's not yours. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe but not rent it to my own to my... No. no. It's, it's a bit extreme. Home. Yeah, yeah. And the poor man is all suffering, mm, can't pay. Mm, Sufferation. <laughs> That's me this week. Okay, that's great. I just want to put a disclaimer. We seem to laugh about everything, but it's not like we're not callous or anything. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, we understand the seriousness of the situations mm. we talk about. Mm. Just for anyone out there going to be like, mm, mm, but somebody died and you're laughing. laughing. Although you guys are not like that. But no, I'm actually, just they're, they're, not, really they're really not. Nice. You, get, you get that we're laughing, but we know it's serious. So. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. So on to my two persons, which is also a bit like dark, dark. Back to, back to the dark ages. Mm. <laughs> but uh, there has been a dramatic rise in suicide cases, mm. and um, I'm by no means an Where, expert. Where here or um, generally, like just, generally, okay. yeah, generally. And um, I was just saying that I'm by no means an expert. So anything I say is really just my two persons. Now about eight hundred thousand people die every year. Which translates to about one person every four, I think every forty seconds, if I got my hmm. thing right. And this, remember that this doesn't include attempted deaths. What I want to address is that sometimes you see a lot of like banter online and even offline of persons who are, who are quick to condemn people who have committed suicide. Right. They're quick to say you're selfish, you're weak. You're, you're weak. Don't you know there's more ahead of you? Why? I mean, how how could anyone take their life? Now, for, and then for those left behind, it's usually the, the relatives of, of, of victims of suicide, this, the, 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 they, they blame themselves because they keep saying, why did this happen? Why didn't we see it coming? Mm-hmm. And I've had conversations with people who have talked about t- wanting to take their lives or haven't actually attempted it. Mm-hmm. It's not just a straightforward, mm, you know what, uh, it's not straightforward to tell them that, no, you've got so much to live for, so, so don't think about no, it. No, because something in that, that is, moment, mm, you don't, see any of that. No, that's the whole not, point you're not it? seeing anything and I was reading something on psychology today and this and the article said it's not so much about wanting to die but it's, it's more about not wanting to live mm. so if there was something of a, a, a place between that thing right. they would choose it it's just if a, you could go lock yourself in a box somewhere not have to worry about anything, anything or anybody and just but the world isn't like that that's the thing and people people have like demons to deal with not the kind of demon that your pastor says they're casting out, not that kind of... But people have things that they can't seem to get rid of. Yeah. And so with that, there are six reasons why people commit suicide. There's depression, because... Second reason, because they're psychotic, because it's impulsive, because they're crying out for help. Some people just have the philosophical desire to die. Mm. And some people, it could be just they've made a mistake. They were trying to, I read, I read an example where somebody said they were trying to hold their breath for as long as they could and then they ended up dying. So that's also, that's also a cause. People just are a bit, they're trying to be a bit risky. Let me see how long I can hold my breath. And then they ended up dying. So these are the, the six causes of uh, uh, suicide. Um, my plea, therefore, my two persons is therefore, that if you feel like 
you've got nothing to live for, please, please, please go see a specialist. There are if people, a thorough See, here's the thing. When we say things like that, it comes with the assumption that everyone has access, access. Mm. and can afford mm. to see a professional, mm. that, which true. we all know is not, it's not the case like at that. all. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, or talk to someone. Talk That's, to somebody. You see, and this is the other thing I'd like to say. We have a tendency to downrate. Is that the English? Mm. These days I can't speak English at all. <laughs> downrate and minimize and be dismissive of other people's problems, problems yeah. because we feel that in comparison to are ours, there, mm, those are nothing. But they're still problems. But they're That's still the problems, and they feel them greatly, and they feel them deeply. So. When you do that, you're like, oh, is this what you're crying about? You know, do you know what I'm going through and I'm here? And you're... That is an isolating thing because mm. the person now feels like he has no one who, one, would care to listen to what he's going through or help him or even believe that he has a problem. Mm. And all that will contribute to you feeling alone and hopeless and thinking that just killing yourself is the only way Wait, to um, get out of it. Mm. So and the thing is, some of these things they're per, like they're persistent thoughts. They don't go away. Right. So if you can identify something that makes those thoughts go away, do that. If you want to talk to your pastor, I say that it's fine. But don't let your pastor tell you that they are demons and he can cast out the demons. Mm. So you don't go and do anything else. Right. You know. So seek help. Seek seek seek. Do something that will help you. You know. Want want to live. And on the other hand, the people who keep condemning these people, let's let's be a bit more sensitive. Yes, absolutely. People are dealing with things they can't talk about. You don't have to be in the person's shoes to know that people are struggling. Because mm-hmm. I see things, like I see things online, I see things, I talk to people. People are struggling with things. You take these things for granted that, oh, I'm fine. Once in a while I may be irritated or somebody might be pissing me off. But people are going through these things daily on a yeah. constant. Their brain is telling them that you're not good enough or you need to, you just need need to leave this earth and it's not that simple mm-hmm. so if you can let's be a bit kinder to these people yeah. and the people who are thinking about get um, um committing suicide if you have access to a therapist like peachy said if you have the access please take uh, take advantage of that if you don't see what you can do uh, to make you feel somewhat better maybe you, you know? can find an online um Suicide prevention. Yeah, if you can't for example, do right. maybe I should unfortunately we mm. don't have uh, suicide hotlines here mm. in Ghana, and mm. I'm sure in a lot of African countries. Right. But now we have at least you have your mobile phone, you have data. Get on, find a group of people, tell them mm. anonymously, "Hey, I'm feeling really down." Something. something, and and somebody will reach out to you and and, and help. Yeah, you know, they might say, "Oh, this is what I do when I feel like you know." Thank you. And yeah. then and then it might might get better. So please, let's be a bit more sensitive. I hate these arguments with, "Oh, but you you even you're alive, you're staying in the house, you've got food to eat." Why hey, would you, mm-hmm. you know? I it's hear that, that one all the. But look at the house you live mm-hmm. in. You don't know what people. It's not that simple. As if there's only one type of struggle. There isn't. This is is just unfortunate. So that's my two pesos for Thank you for saying that. And I mean, we don't proclaim to be professionals or have the answers or anything like that. But But if somebody's out there and you hear this and it touches you and you don't have anyone to talk to, you can talk to us too. I know, you can. We can just provide listening ears. You can set up a fake whatever if you don't want it. And just talk. We're really nice too, so yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. Okay, so my two pesos is a bit more light-hearted. Like, um, there's a good, good balance here. Today. I know yeah. today, yes. <laughs> and it is on finding your soulmate. I was going to talk about soulmate. Okay, really. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we, we wow, are going to buy here. Like, honestly, okay. Wow. So I'm going to 
put out there right now that this was borrowed almost wholesale from a talk that I listened to. Mm-hmm. And it was by a um, mystic and yogi and guru called Sadhguru, mm-hmm. whose real name is Jaggi Vasudev. And he's also a New York Times bestselling author. Right. And seems like an all-around cool guy, to be honest. And so he gave a talk, um, and he was asked, how do you know that the person you're with is your soulmate? Mm -hmm. And I found his answer so profound, and also it went counter to what you typically hear people say, Mm -hmm. all these life coaches and love (laughs) experts tell you when you ask about, okay, finding a soulmate. All right. So he said... Basically, that the simple answer is there is no such thing as a right person. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. no such thing as a soulmate. And that if you get into the unrealistic mindset of thinking that you've either found the right person or are seeking the Mm. right person, you will only end up disappointed. Okay. The right person does not exist because everyone on this earth, including yourself, comes with their own baggage and their own nonsense. There is no perfect individual, (laughs) right? So before you set out looking for this right person or this soulmate, you should ask yourself, am I the right person? Person. Am Mm. I perfect? Can I be someone's soulmate? And you find that the answer is really no. No. Mm. I just want to say that relationships are formed to satisfy various needs. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have physical needs, you have psychological needs, you have emotional needs, you have social needs, you have even financial needs Needs. sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? So when you go into a relationship needing all these things, Mm -hmm. right, you become a beggar. (sighs) And a beggar can never be a chooser. So when you go in, and I think we talked about it last time, expecting, putting the burden of your happiness on, on somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. So you go in with all these deficits. And in that mm. sense, you don't get, you, you just take what comes your way. Because yeah. beggars, yeah, right? yeah, beggars can't be choosers, right? So what he said is if you really want to have the closest approximation of finding the ideal mate for you, what you first need to do is work on yourself. Okay, be fully formed in yourself. Love yourself. Enjoy your own company, right? Be fulfilled in who you are. Be happy on your own. And then when you're one, what he said is when you're wonderful, you attract wonderful things. If you're empty, you're going to attract emptiness. You Mm. cannot find someone to fill you up. You have to be full. You have to be content in your own self, in your own spirit. And what you seek will find you. You attract like. Like Mm. attracts like, even though they say opposites attract. But like Mm. attracts like in that sense. So instead of trying to fix someone else, you need to fix yourself first. And you'll organically attract what you seek. Okay. So then he went and specifically talked about the idea of a soulmate. And he said it's a very... Western American romantic okay. story ideal. This notion that God made one person that is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if that's the case, how come every two years it seems that you have a new soulmate? Mm-hmm. How many? Like, like, there is no, you need to get rid of that idea, right? Said, so, yes, physically you need a mate, right? Mm-hmm. Psychologically, yes, nobody can live in isolation. You need a mate. Emotionally, sure. Mm-hmm. But he said, your soul has never needed 
a mate. Okay. Your soul does not need a co-soul to be... It is it's supposed to be... To exist is a core of essence of who you are. It doesn't need to Somebody, be um, validated or supported. Your soul doesn't need a mate. And I thought that was really important because no one has ever said that. No. Your soul doesn't need a mate. So you shouldn't be looking for a soulmate. Wow. That's profound. So all you need to know is that you aren't perfect and there is no uniquely perfect person for you out there. And understand that we are all flawed and you just want to find somebody Who's quote unquote? Who's crazy matches your crazy? crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Somebody who, who when you mean you can deal with their little Thank bit you. of crazy, and then you they can, can deal everything. with your crazy. Exactly, and that's as good as it's gonna get. And that's yeah. not a soulmate. That's not a perfect situation. Mm. But that is a situation that can work. Yeah. And he's all. And then finally said that when you put your full effort mm-hmm. into something, you get something back. back yeah. So once you find that person who you can deal with and who can deal with you and this is again after you've both worked on being complete individuals on your own that's your best chance of coming to find what you call this soulmate but really it doesn't actually truly exist Mm. which does not mean you can't find happiness and so that's my two passwords oh, today. I brilliant. thought it was fantastic. Yeah, this is, it's great. Yes, it really was. Because I really would have, because if I talked about it, I've said, oh yeah, they're soulmates, but not necessarily uh, in the relationship sense, but just somebody that you really, you know, you, you, you just vibe with. And oh, that's, what, yeah. that's how I, I mean, would see it. From that mm. perspective, from a non-relationship perspective, perspective, yes, mm. I, I would say that you have some people that are your friends that become sisters yes, and things exactly, like that. Yes, exactly, exactly. Just know, get you, exactly, you know, you just, you don't exactly. have to say So you too can much. have a um, plus Platonic soulmate. Mm. Yeah, I maybe, or maybe think. soulmate is not the word, but yes. yeah, that kind of relationship. So, um, Karina, hi, shout out Hello. to you. That's my sister. <laughs> she, um, now she reads a lot of these sort of esoteric, right. higher vibration type <laughs> things. And she, um, what is it called? A soul family? I think mm-hmm. so. But she said that there's this um, text that says that you have about 20 people mm-hmm. Um, who you're tied to on a soul level mm-hmm. and who, if you transport to a next level of incarnation or you're reincarnated, mm. you will find then, those people oh. in your next life because those are your soul family. Right. And so that's probably who you identify. Those people in who you find, see connections are mm. part of your soul family and you'll never really lose them, which okay. I thought was beautiful. Right. If okay. you, you know. But yeah, I mean... That's just a little word from Sad Guru today. And beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Absolutely love Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. I liked great. it too. Yeah. I thought it was great. great. So, okay. So we're at the end of it, eh? Yeah, so shout out. Shout out to Saeed. I used to work with Saeed. And yesterday he sent me a lovely message. I should have shown it to you about the podcast. He said, really? yeah, he's wishing us Aww, the best. Thank the you, coming year that will Did he say that we'll go on TV or go on international heights hey, or something. We claim it. So thank you very much, Saeed. Absolutely okay. yeah, appreciate it. Lovely. And so we both have a shout out mm-hmm. to Teresa mm-hmm. from aka Terry of Bijou Kibri. Yeah. So she's a um, blogger, a fashion blogger and everything. Mm-hmm. And she gave us a lovely shout out. Yes, she did. Both amazing. on Instagram, Instagram. And then, of course, I saw it on Twitter, Twitter as well. Yes, so yes. thank you so much, Teresa, thank a.k.a. You. Terry. And for the fashion fashion conscious amongst you, go check out her, her blog, blog yes, as well. Absolutely. 
And I have a shout out also to Wendy. That's my boo boo. Hi, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. My fellow Guan <laughs> sister. <laughs> And also, I'd like to shout out Ayat, actually. Yes, Ayat. Ayat has been like, going Ayat on. Ayat made me laugh so much last week with this running commentary. <laughs> oh, amazing. I just love it. <laughs> Ayat is our number one cheerleader yes. in the back there. Yes. Like, he's been holding us, me down, and us as mm. a podcast. And thank you, Ayat. And he's got an amazing video. Yes. If you haven't seen it, please go check Guda, that out. G-U-D-A. Please Google it. Kirani Ayat Guda. Both yes, songs please. and video are Flipping amazing. I'm very proud of what we've done mm-hmm. here we, with that. Very proud of everything he's doing. So please, yeah. So shout please out to you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it, right? That's it. So see, we'll you see you next, next week. week. Love you all. Bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.